to Life Lessons. We're Jen and Sherry. I'm Jen Stevens, a retired teacher of 28 years and the author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat. And I'm Sherry Bullock. I've worked in healthcare for over 26 years, and I've been an active volunteer for many organizations. We're both wives and moms, and let's face it, we're the glue that holds it all together in our homes. In our careers, we have always been problem solvers who help others. And that's what we'll be doing here, answering questions you didn't know you had, one smart solution at a time. We're always looking for ways to make our lives easier, help us be more productive, or improve our health and wellness. So let's live our best lives one day at a time, and let's have some fun along the way. everybody. We are so glad you're here today. Welcome to episode 54 of the Life Lessons podcast. How are you today, Sherry? Anything new going on with you? Well, I have good news and bad news. Well, okay. What's your good news? Tell me that first. My sauna came right before Ooh, we started the recording. That's I know it is in my garage, but you know what? My husband only has one arm. Oh yeah. Cause of his, his injury. I have no idea how I'm putting the sauna together. And your, yours is not quite as big as mine, so it won't be quite as heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I might have Ugh. to call his niece's husbands over. Yeah. You're going to need. I met them all recently, so now I can. Now I feel like I can call them. Okay, good. <laughs> and the bad news is Facebook is awful. Well, that's true. I knew that already. <laughs> I could have told you that one, even though I haven't darkened their doorstep since March. Well, it's been a while. they have continued to get worse and worse and worse. And every week I struggle to make just generic posts in the Facebook group. One day I tried to just say, hey, I really love this new product. I don't even know what it was. And it flagged it as a selling post. And you weren't trying to sell it. I wasn't you trying to just- sell anything. I was just like, hey, everybody needs this. Okay, so then today, every day on Wednesday, when the podcast comes out, I make a post and I share that the podcast is out and I tell the Facebook community members a little bit about the podcast. And lots of times I'll ask a question that relates to the podcast. That's what I did today. It flagged it as a sales post and it was like not even like a normal sales post. I don't know if they've changed something. It told me that my post had to be submitted to Facebook for review for selling to make sure I wasn't violating any community standards. So what what made them think you were selling? You were I just have sharing. No idea other than I started out the post by saying now available episode forty nine. See all this AI stuff. That's one reason I left because the AI stuff was so crazy and flagging the moderators when they were saying things that were like in context perfectly fine. Right. Yep. It's almost becoming unusable. It is almost coming unusable. You know, somebody posted the other day something about they'd been to the dentist and they were having anxiety, but it flagged it as some medical violation. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so, I mean, this well, is it why was like, people in our community, they know, they post all the time. They ask questions about supplements and medications and health conditions and whatever. And I have to decline them every single time because if not, we would be on Facebook's radar 24-7. Right? It's true. And they, the stuff that they call bullying, I remember I was still there, but we would get like alerts as the moderators about, you know, Facebook's like, Facebook, remove this comment for bullying. And it wasn't us that had removed it. It was Facebook. And like one of them was like 
somebody was talking about like their daughter or something and they were having trouble in middle school and the member said something like, oh yeah, girls are the worst. Talking about girls in middle school, which really, yes, I've never <laughs> experienced middle school girls. But they call that bullying and, and deleted it. And like, I'm sure members are like, where'd my comment go? Right. Right. Or I mean, like even in the delay, don't deny Facebook community, there's a term in intermittent fasting where you talk about being fat adapted. Well, we can't even use that term in the community or it flags it for bullying because the word fat is in the the comment. And one one of the moderators said she said, oops, I have fat thumbs talking about herself. And she got like in Facebook jail. It is absolutely ridiculous. And now that we're on the um, on circle on the the new new community since we moved from the first one to the second one and it's just so fabulous we have such great engagement now that we're there it just you realize there's no algorithm deciding what you can see nobody's advertising to you when I post my dinner I don't put a sales link on it I mean it's just, you know <laughs> it's just a place where we're just not afraid of what we're saying. It's and, like a real community. You can say what you want. People there, they're invested. They and you're going to see kind. everything. And that's yeah. the thing I love because you know we did the book study for Brene Brown's Gifts of Imperfection in March, and then in June or July, somebody said, "Hey, I bought this book, and you never did the book study." And I'm like, "Oh, yes, we did." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, we had we somebody. Our friend Pacina posted every day. She posted what was it like a prompt and a discussion. She posted it as an announcement. Every day. And people just never saw them. Because Facebook, Facebook didn't show it to them. didn't show it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That is just so, fr- so frustrating. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'm, I am I might have to pull a gin and <laughs> well, <laughs> leave look, Facebook. We'll have to just see about it because I just, I would not say, you know, I don't regret it for one second just because I also didn't realize how many people are not on Facebook and how many people... You know, I always thought the thing that kept me from leaving Facebook was the idea that, well, if I leave Facebook, how will people be able to be there? But I didn't realize there are a lot of people who are, by principle, not on Facebook. And so because they're not on Facebook, they would not join my community. And so being off of Facebook opened it up to more people. Well, and I'll tell you what I really Not like about fewer, Circle right? is it's yeah. so much more private. So even in a private Facebook group like the Life Lessons Facebook group, which is private, you can still go click on a person's profile and kind of see where they're from and see anything they've posted on their personal wall, right? But in Circle, you sign up, you've got your name, you have your little profile, but that's it. That's where it stops, right? You can't dig into somebody's life or search out other posts they've made on Facebook and you, you know like you haven't seen their reviews that they've left for other companies or whatever it's so much more private and people are saying in our circle community like I love that I can come here and post and I don't have to worry about what I say I feel safe here and I don't know of any person that feels safe on Facebook. Well, that's exactly right. I remember the first time I realized it was a long time ago, probably 20, ooh, 2016, 2015. It was, it was, my, I don't know. It was, it was before I wrote Delight on Deny and I'd just gotten to my goal weight or whatever. I remember I sent a mess, like I posted on Jason Fung's like Facebook page. And other people saw it. 
it was like his personal private. Yes, him. I wasn't in a group. I just posted him a question like, here's my photo. I lost this weight. What, you know, what do you recommend for maintenance? I didn't know what I was doing. It was a long time ago. And my friends could see it. Like my real friends. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, stop it. That was before I had like, you know, come out of the the intermittent fasting closet, right? But <laughs> it's like, well, I guess everyone just saw that, you know. <laughs> it was it was a little bit like, oh my God, what just happened? Anyway. And people could see what groups you were in. I didn't necessarily like that either. Yeah, I am really liking the privacy and just the fact that there's not Big Brother like looking at our conversations and deciding what I don't have to. I don't ever have to think about what word I use or Is whether or not gonna it's going to get flagged by AI. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to take? A, are they going to put me in? Am I going to get put in jail and I won't be able to post and interact with the community for the next three days? Well, so, you know, it was like you were telling me when you were talking to Joel from Life Pro about the giveaway that you did in the community and you had posted something and and he was like no you can't post it like that if you want facebook to show it to people we're like what i mean you shouldn't have to play a game in your private community that's the thing that's frustrating this is our private community and you're having to play a game so facebook will show your post to people people who signed up for the community it's not like we're spamming the world they signed up to be in the community and facebook is like i'm not going to show them that and i posted the link to our website That was it. The link to our website in our community. And yeah, and Joel was kind enough. He knows how Facebook works. He has a Facebook community. And he said, hey, I just want you to know, because you put a link in your post, uh, Facebook is going to downgrade that post and they're not going to put it out there for your community to see. If I was you, I would take that link out of your post. That's crazy. Yeah, I had no idea. That's crazy. Well, it's also like I got after I had already left Facebook, like two months later, Roxy said we got a ding for the group because something I had posted before, months before, before for some I even security left, violation. I, I violated Facebook security and they had to. <laughs> all I can guess is that when it was when I asked for people to fill out my email form, like, you know, fill this out so you're on my contact list. That's the only thing I could think of, but it was like I violated security and internet safety or something. I was like, I don't even know. I'm not even there anymore, Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) But it counted against the group. Yeah. Well. Crazy times. It is. Let's have some good news. How about that? How about that? So this week's good news segment comes from Paulina. She wrote, I was flying back home from Canada to England for the second time within seven days. And I basically hadn't slept for a week as I had to fly back for my mom's funeral after only just being to Canada for a visit. My mom died a day after we got back from our trip. I was dropped off at the airport. And when I got to the check-in desk, I was told my flight was canceled. So wouldn't make my connection. And I needed to go to a different desk to sort something out. I was on my own, grieving, tired, and just had no idea what to do. I will never forget how amazing the lady at the Air Canada check-in was. She must have seen it on my face. I didn't even have to tell her what had happened. She did everything she could and got me on a different flight, which was actually direct, so it was better for me. I got on the plane and was in the middle section in between two strangers, and I knew I wouldn't sleep. The lady next to me looked extremely anxious, and I asked her if she was okay. She said her husband was sat somewhere else, and she was a nervous flyer. So I offered to change seats. She was extremely grateful. I got a new seat, which was an aisle seat. Once we took off, the man next to me got moved because his TV wasn't working. I couldn't believe it. I had a free seat next to me, which was a window seat too, and I was able to lay down and sleep for the whole eight-hour flight. 
I never sleep on planes. And it was all because of the kindness of that lady at check-in. And it's something I will never forget. Oh, I love that story. And I'm so sorry to hear about your mom, Paulina, but I'm glad that you were able to get back and that Air Canada and the other passengers made it a better trip. Yeah. 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 Well, listeners, we need your stories. Send your good news story to connect at lifelessonscommunity.com. We want to hear about companies that have given you exceptional customer service. Give a shout out to a special someone in your life. Tell us an amazing story or share anything that might be inspirational to fellow listeners. We look forward to hearing from you and sharing your good news in an upcoming episode. So before we get to the life lesson of the week, I want to talk about Cleanish again. That's because we're right there in pre-order season. We are less than one month away from its release, which is January 4th of 22, which sounds like so far in the future, but we're almost there. I feel like we should have flying robot cars by now. <laughs> I think that was 2020. The Jetsons promised them. <laughs> Well, anyway, here we are in almost 2022. So most of us want to, you know, clean up when it comes to what we eat and the products we use in our homes and on our bodies, but we aren't sure exactly what to do or how far we need to go. And, you know, the more we learn, the more scared we can get. There's so many choices to make about what to eat and what to buy. You know, how perfect do we need to be in our daily lives? You know, the good news is, The subtitle of my book is Eat Mostly Clean and Live Mainly Clean and Unlock Your Body's Natural Ability to Self-Clean. There is that ish in there, and the ish is what makes it doable. So after you read Cleanish, or actually as you're reading it, you'll develop your own plan for what it means to be cleanish in your life. You know, with every book that I write, there's no prescriptive plan, only guidance that, you know, my goal is to empower you to decide what's important to you. So go to jenstevens.com slash cleanish or to your favorite bookseller to pre-order today. Pre-ordering really helps. Um, You'll get it on the day that it's released. And it also helps the publisher know how many copies to print. Thank you to everyone who's already pre-ordered. My editor said they just upped their order at the printer, which is very exciting. And I'm really proud of this book and can't wait for you to get it. And now it's time for our life lesson of the week. This week, we are going to explore the use of essential oils. I'm sure everyone is familiar with essential oils, but perhaps you aren't sure if they are for you or how to incorporate them into your life. Dr. Kelly is the one who introduced essential oils into my life when I was trying to conquer chronic sleep issues, and I'm so grateful for her and the work she did with me. Dr. Kelly actually wrote the foreword to Jen's second book, Feast Without Fear, and we were both lucky enough to get to spend some time with her on a cruise a couple of years ago. We asked her to join us today so that she could better explain the use, benefits, safety, and efficacy of essential oils. Welcome, Dr. Kelly. Thank you very much, ladies. It's so good to see your face again. I know the listeners can't see you, but we can. And yeah, we were just talking before we started recording, and it's been three years since that delayed on Deny Cruise. Oh, uh, and how much fun was that? It was so, so much, much fun. fun. Yes. Absolutely. It really was. Do Such you know, I still talk to the people in the community. They're on yeah. my Facebook page. I believe I, it. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know what? People always asked us after that cruise what it was like. And I said it was like summer camp for adults. <laughs> I mean, exactly. we just made great connections it with really people. It really was. That and, will be you know, you wonder if you can really, you know, get to know people before you meet them in person. And you can. <laughs> Everyone was exactly like we thought they would be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you met them face to face. I mean, Jen and I met face to face for the first time on that cruise. That's true. So, wow. And look at us we three did. years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. 
Well, we are really glad you're here, and we'd like to start by having you tell the audience a little bit about you and also briefly what led you to start using essential oils in your life and in your work. Excellent. Well, again, my name's Dr. Kelly. I am a holistic chiropractor, and I practice functional medicine. I've been in practice for 22 years. Oh, my! every time I think of that, I'm like, that's a long time. <laughs> I like to take a coaching approach with my patients. So I do parts of it, and then I hold them responsible for other parts. So it's like a give and take relationship. Mostly how I work is when they come in, I do do chiropractic care and any trigger points that they might have. The most of the work that I do is I use a specialized technique where I help them figure out if what they're presenting with is either physical, mental, emotional, chemical, or spiritual. Yeah, so if somebody comes in and something's physical, they could be out of alignment, maybe they have tight muscles, maybe their joints aren't working properly. If it's something mental, that means something that they're thinking about, something they're ruminating on, maybe a limiting belief, maybe something that's happened in the past, they keep going over and over again. If it's emotional, it means their response to their outer environment, maybe something's going on with their life. If it's chemical, it's something they're putting in on or around their body, maybe that's bothering them. And if it's spiritual, well, that's the fun part. That's the life lessons that we have to help people navigate through, right? I've been doing that for 22 years. And the things I specialize most in, autoimmune disease, food intolerances, gut health. I do intermittent fasting and intuitive eating. Love it. Yep, they work beautifully together. Right? Seven years I've been doing it. And I do have a book online, The Dream and Drive Diet Program, Life in the Fast Lane. So I coach people through that. The mental, emotional causes of disease, and then anything that has to do with chronic health issues. So that's my background. I got into using essential oils because, well, I've used them over the years, but I didn't have a lot of uh, good results with them. They weren't consistent. And obviously, when you're a doctor, you have to have something that's consistent and reliable, right? Otherwise, you feel, especially I do muscle testing, and if it's not going to test well, I can't use it in my practice. I have been using them on and off for 15 years, but in 2015, one of my patients introduced me to doTERRA and I got such phenomenal results that 90% of the things that I worked on in my practice got resolved working with people. So quality matters, right? Quality matters a hundred percent. It really does. And again, remember I talked about, I do the physical, mental, emotional, chemical, and spiritual causes of disease. doTERRA just happens to have essential oils plus products, and then a lifestyle wellness pyramid, eat right, exercise, rest and manage stress, reduce toxic load and inform self-care. So using that pyramid, right, that pretty much covers everything I've done in my practice. So their values matched up to my values. Kelly, I've got to um, remember to do this right now when we get off I off the call. I have a new book coming out, Cleanish, and it's Eat Mostly Clean, Live Mainly Clean, and Unlock Your Body's Natural Ability to Self-Clean. I'm going to send you a link, and my publisher will send you an early reader copy. Thank you. (laughs) Look for that link. I'm going to make a note of it now. But when you've been talking to that's the second time you've talked about, you know, detoxing and, and, you know, the the toxins that are coming into our bodies and limiting that and also helping our bodies take the toxins out. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, our so, bodies can do a lot. We got to support them, though. Absolutely. And something we could be doing on a daily basis, inside, outside, all the time, we don't even realize could be bad for us. Right. Absolutely. Right. But uh, so since since I've been doing doTERRA and I, I noticed all these phenomenal results, I ended up leaving my practice in 2019, September. 
And my sister and I, so my sister is also the second part of my business. We call ourselves Oil Docs, Oil Docs and more. So we do essential oils and more is all the other things that we do. I took my practice, I turned it inside out, which means everything besides chiropractic care, I teach people. I created an online school called Oil Docs U for University. So I have a bunch of different classes on there. We also have a podcast. We're not so active on it now, but we have nine episodes on there. But we have some great uh, doctors that we've done. That's all essential oil stuff. You know, a lot of different doctors we've interviewed on there. A day in the life of the oil docs, how we use essential oils in our practices, how we use them with our patients. That episode was really helpful for me when I was getting started with oh, using essential oils. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we so we really enjoy it. So obviously she uses them in her life. I use them in my life. Just so I teach a bunch of different classes on the three major books that I wrote, Oil Docs and More Protocol book. So I teach out of that book. The Dream and Drive Diet uh, program, I teach out of that book. And then the Dream and Drive Buckle In and Oil Up. Oh, I love that. <laughs> because the key to health and healing is creating a life you love. What I came to understand is, you know, after being in practice for as long as I had, I realized that if you're not happy and healthy, you're sick. So really the key to health and healing is creating a life that you love. I mean, just think about how vibrant you are now doing what you absolutely love to do. Not saying you didn't like what you did before, but like when you love what you do, you're so much happier and healthier. That's so very true. So So taking that coaching approach, somebody might come in with something mental and emotional, then I can coach them through it using the Dream and Drive program, and then I can also give them an oil for support. It's just funny that you said that because it's so funny how so many of our podcast episodes correlate. Like your message you just said was exactly the message we delivered in an interview with a really great woman last week about finding balance in your life and doing finding your passion and living your passion. And it's just funny out of all the people we interview, they all kind of come back to the same common themes. That's our life lesson, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That would be under the spiritual category. There you go. (laughs) Fabulous. So essential oils. So you're a doctor, you use them in your medical practice. What, What are some of the some of the benefits of, of essential oils medically? It just depends on what person comes in for. I mean, I have people come in with digestive issues, so they great great for, you know, helping with the digestive system, it supports your digestive system. If you have, you know, say spasms in your digestive system that's producing gas and bloating, you know, peppermint's great for that. Uh, spearmint is great for that. I, they're fantastic to support your mood, your emotions. I mean, I could go on and on. That's Right. Now, tell maybe people don't really understand. They think this is woo-woo, essential oils, right? But can you take just a second and briefly talk about how they affect the body? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So first of all, essential oils are aromatic compounds that are made from the seeds, the flowers, the barks, the stems, the roots, and the resins of plants. And so they're very symbiotic. They work very well with humans, right? That's why don't you feel great when you're walking out in nature, right? All those pines. So pine is very grounding and, and keeps you relaxed and it soothes you, right? So essential oils work. So as we breathe them in, okay, as we breathe in an essential oil, it goes into what's called our olfactory bulb. Okay, that's part of our, this 
cranial nerve number one, right? And so as we breathe in, the aroma of an essential oil goes to our olfactory bulb. From there, it can go to our neocortex, our thalamus, our limbic system, and our hypothalamus. And then that can control anything that's uh, in, in dysfunction in our body and helps balance it. If we put it topically on the skin, so we can take an essential oil, put a drop of it, on our hand or in a roller bottle, rub it on our skin, then it goes into the bloodstream and then can go to the digestive system, respiratory system, detox system, lymphatic system, et cetera. Depends on where it needs to go. Essential oils know where to go. It takes about, you know, you rub it on, it takes about 30 seconds to get into the bloodstream and it takes 30 minutes to service about uh, all the cells in the body. And then it's usually metabolized metabolized out of your body within three to four hours. So, you know, people say, I have to use essential oils so often. Well, that's because they metabolize out of your body in three to four hours. If you have something acute going on, it might metabolize out of your body and be used within an hour. So the other day, somebody had posted something in our Facebook group about essential oils, and they said that their daughter had made them like a rollerball with some essential oils, and they loved it, and it smelled great, but the smell didn't stay. Like, I almost think they thought it was supposed to be like perfume, and you were supposed to be able to smell it for long periods of time. And I tried to explain that, like, you're getting the benefits when you first apply it, that you don't have to, like, continue to smell it. So, I mean, that goes to what you're saying is that you apply it and it's benefiting your body for three to four hours, whether you smell it or not. Oh, 100% it is. Yeah. And they're volatile. That means volatility is quick, right? So you open up a bottle of peppermint and right away you can smell the aromatic compound. We can become nose blind to them, right? So sometimes you have something to diffuse or somebody walks in your house, you're not even smelling it anymore, but they're smelling it. I would like to say, so when you're using essential oils, you can use them internally, doTERRA oils, internally, topically, aromatically. Now, if you want to smell it more, you can put it on a diffuser bracelet, right? So you can smell it more. But then again, it's going to, they're very uh, volatile. So they're constantly evaporating. Right. So it isn't going to last like all the time forever. Right. And (laughs) I'll tell you, that's when you talk about, you know, cleanish, that the problem with uh, air fresheners and stuff like that is because they do stay in the air and they don't, and your body and your liver has to go ahead and process those out. These with essential oils, we're going to talk a little bit more about the purity and stuff like that. But if you're getting a good essential oil, it's not going to, you're not going to smell it the whole time. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, if there were three essential oils that you would choose for like a starter pack, like if people could only pick three. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I know you're that would be like, what is your favorite child, right? It's hard to say. (laughs) So yeah, I, I would say I like to go ahead and talk about essential oils for specific reasons. But to pick three is a little bit hard. So can I say five different things that people come in most common for and then tell you? Okay. So some of the most common things people come in for is immune health, especially right now, right? So I would say On Guard, Copaiba, and PB Assist for gut health. Or if you just stick into oils, I'd say Melaleuca or Tea Tree. Th- those are the same thing. Digestive issues. The best, best, best one, Digest Zen. It's a blend. It's absolutely fantastic. It works so good, so quickly. I use it all the time because remember, I have food intolerances. So I take a drop of Digest Zen. You do not have to use a carrier oil or anything like that. You put a drop on your hand, rub it around your belly like this. Feels better. Peppermint's great for that. 
in ginger is another great one. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Yep. Sleep. Okay. So Serenity, you can uh, use Serenity Blend, Balance Blend, and then Vetiver. Vetiver is made from a grass and it's very sedating. If you do have snoring or you have congestion or you have like clogged airways, you can put a breathe blend with that. So you can put that in a diffuser or I like to put drops on all four corners of my pillow. Mood, we have an entire mood emotion kit. So you can kind of like look at that kit, go around in a circle and see what you're feeling or what you want to feel. You can pick oils that way. Or we have four mood oils, lavender. So the four mood oils, Balance Serenity, Citrus Bliss, which smells like an orange creamsicle. I love Citrus Bliss. It's my Isn't favorite. Isn't it amazing? I mix it with Balance. That's a great combination. And then Elevation is the fourth one. And then the last thing people come in for, believe it or not, focus and attention. Okay, that makes sense. I believe it. Right? So Intune Blend, oh, that is... I use it all the time. Great for children, focusing in school and stuff like that, right? Especially when they were doing online learning. And then peppermint, because that keeps you awake, but also keeps you calm at the same time. And adaptive, that's a really good one. That helps you to apply breaks to your brain. So it kind of like stops all that monkey, you know, chatter in your head and just calms you down. You know, I use adaptive and a diffuser at work in my workspace. And I love it. Yes. You know, um, I was using On Guard at work for a little bit, but my coworker, this is crazy. He, he said, I said, hey, Kevin, do you have any questions for Dr. Kelly about essential oils? And he said, yes. Ask her why <laughs> On Guard smells like a crawfish boil. <laughs> So he a crawfish. <laughs> what does that smell like? I've never had one. I've never had one either. But every time I would like diffuse on guard, he'd be like, oh, it smells like a crawfish boil. So I'm like, okay, I, he says this all the time. I think it smells amazing. My coworker diffuses it in her office. But I'm like, okay, we share an office. So maybe he doesn't love this one. So I switched to adaptive. He loves it. We are both ADHD, him and I both. And so, you know, in the hospital, in the ER, things get a little, you know, hectic and crazy. The phones are ringing off the hook or whatever. I'll have moments where I'm like kind of getting stressed out. And I was like, oh, I got to get my diffuser out. And I put my adaptive on. And I swear, literally within three minutes, I'm just like focused. I'm more zen. I've got my cool back. And I cannot say enough about adaptive. Love it. Y'all are inspiring me to pull out my diffuser. Yeah, there you go. So I got to do it. And then adaptive <laughs> actually does an adaptive line and they come with capsules as well. And those are really good. So that's something that you can take if you're feeling anxious or, or stressed, you know, just pop one of those in your mouth. So quick question. I've never had a crawfish boil because I'm from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So we don't have crawfish, but do they have, is there any clove or cinnamon or a rosemary in a crawfish? I know. I it's don't just know. like uh-uh. maybe orange. It's like a shrimp boil. It's like a shrimp boil. Oh, why orange? Shrimp, no? shrimp boil. Nope, never had it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. It's the funniest thing ever. And my coworker and I just laugh at him. But yeah, that was his question for her. He said, ask her why. I said, she's not going to know the answer. To this. Yeah, like Old Bay, like whatever's in Old Bay. Yeah, but they, I think they put Old Bay in a crawfish boil. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What's it could Old be some Bay? spice that's in the there. Spice? It's a spice mix. It's, uh-huh. Yeah, and it's it's like I think it originated maybe in like Maryland or something. It's one. It's like an Eastern kind of a 
All right. Uh, now maybe Bailey. You might be right. I'm gonna have to look up Old Bay seasoning, and I bet there's a similar spice, like bay leaf or something, in it that might mm-hmm. be a, an oil in on guard. Another thing you can do is if you if the uh, you know if you have to mask where you're at, I love to use either on guard or on guard and breathe one drop on my mask. If you, I or, do the same. You can put adaptive on your mask. I do that sometimes too. Yeah. Yes. That actually, I can say, for some reason, it does hold on to the smell more. It seems to hold on to the smell more on the cloth. All right. Well, we have some questions from our listeners. Are you ready for these? Yeah. Okay. We're going to start easy and then we're going to get hard. (laughs) Christy (laughs) from Kansas, she wants to know, she said, how do you know what company or brand to trust when they all tend to say that their brand is superior? So what do people look for in a quality oil? Okay, this is probably one of the most important questions because there are so many companies out there that adulterate their oils. That means that they put things in them, they dilute them down, or they add synthetic stuff to it. So remember we talked about what you're putting in on or around your body. So important. You want to look for, with the company, look them up online and do some research. Look for their purity standards, their quality, how they do their testing, and what their farming practices are. Okay. Because if you think about essential oils and how you want to use them, you want to use them therapeutically. Most of the times you don't want to use them just so they smell good, right? So the quality and the purity of an essential oil is going to be directly related to all the benefits that they can provide. And each essential oil has a specific mix of compounds and ingredients, just like a recipe. And you want to make sure that if you are using an essential oil for therapeutic purposes, you want all the compounds that are going to be in there and you don't want to have anything that's in there that's your body's going to have to go ahead and detox out, right? So, and we did talk about how quickly you can smell a real essential oil and how it goes away quickly. That can show the purity and the quality as well, because something that is synthetic is going to stay longer on. You've rubbed, say, a a synthetic lavender on you, you're going to smell that longer. That's so interesting. I know most people would probably instinctively feel the opposite. They would think, oh, I like this one. It stays around longer. It must be, quote, better, when actually that's a sign that it's not. Absolutely. So so you could follow your nose on that one. Now, another thing you want to make sure is when they're doing the testity and the purity standards, you want to make sure that they do testing with all their human senses. We just talked about that. So they're going to look at the, the sight, the smell, the taste, the touch of the oil when they're farming those. They want to test for biohazards, microorganisms like fungi, bacteria, viruses, and mold. Make sure the company does that. Uh, Test to ensure the compounds are present in the proper amounts. Right. So uh, doTERRA likes to use essential oils in for therapeutic uh, purposes. So we found that lavender from France wasn't as therapeutic as lavender from Bulgaria. Yeah, so they, they will change that the source matters. You want to test for potency and consistency. doTERRA actually works um, and partners with hundreds of universities, hospitals, and research centers because of the purity and testing standards. Can you imagine if you're doing something pharmaceutical grade, like uh, doTERRA this year are now doing pharmaceutical grade. They're actually getting that designation, if you will. And lavender, we can only do one oil at a time. There's a lot of testing. So lavender is now considered pharmaceutical grade. But because we work with hospitals and research centers, they wouldn't use our oils if they were adulterated at all. 
What else I like about doTERRA is that the plants are harvested in their natural environment. Why would that be important? So if something is grown in its natural environment, it has had to stand the test of time, right? So it's going to be, it's going to work better than something that was in a laboratory that was fed and given fake sunlight, right? So these things say you're getting something from Nepal or Madagascar or Haiti, you know that it's stood the test of time. It's been there for thousands of years. So yeah, that's the true. Efficacy the, the natural is be environment for something. It, it's going to be, well, I mean, like this is maybe a silly comparison, but like Vidalia onions, they only come from Vidalia, Georgia, because there's something special in the soil there that gives them the flavor that they have. And so you get characteristics where they're grown. If you grew a Vidalia onion in a in sterile soil in, I don't know, Idaho, it would not be the same thing. <laughs> no, it, it, the efficacy wouldn't be the same. Same, it right? would not taste the same. It would have different compounds in it, right? Because soils are different around the world. Yep. And you also want to see if your company is doing third-party testing because that's important too. What I like about doTERRA, they are the most tested and most trusted essential oil company. They have a medical and scientific advisory board. They have a veterinary advisory board. They have rigorous testing. So they have in-house testing and third-party testing. And Every single bottle of the doTERRA essential oils has a number on it. So you can actually plug that number in and then go to source to you and it's going to tell you the testing. Now that came about because of there were, there's no standard in the essential oil industry. So doTERRA had to create that standard, right? So other companies would say, yours are adulterated, yours are adulterated. And doTERRA actually tests other essential oil companies all the time because they want to see what's out there and what is adulterated. They never share the company's name, but they do share their testing results. And because there was kind of like this competition, doTERRA, instead of pointing fingers, they just opened up their entire transparency and said, I don't know what you're doing, but this is what we're doing. So in other words, they, they don't have to point a finger. They just share everything. That's very good. So Natalie wants to know, do essential oils have an expiration date? Good question. I would say you could smell a citrus oil. Sometimes they get a little rancid. Besides citrus oils, probably not, as long as they're in an amber bottle, that they're tightly sealed, and they're in a cool, dark environment. Other than that, I mean, I've had oils now some uh, six years, and they're totally fine. They work totally fine. So I think it just depends on don't leave it open. Um, if you're making a roller bottle and it's a clear roller bottle, it might not last as long. Right. Right. Okay. So Debbie wants to know, what is the best way to use essential oil around cats? Or dogs, just she pets says, in general, right? Or, or dogs. Yeah. She said specifically, like she's worried about her cats getting droplets from the air on them and licking them off. She said, tried wearing a necklace diffuser, but she felt like she could taste the essential oil and she didn't like that. And she said she has switched to using a rollerball for lavender, and that's working pretty well. But she's wondering what other options she could try. And we actually had several people who really were concerned about, and it always comes up on the Facebook group, about safety of essential oils around pets. So if you could maybe touch on safety of oils and then maybe a suggestion for Debbie on how to incorporate oil or lavender oils besides a lavender or the rollerball. Okay. So I'm a people doctor. But I do love working with essential oils, and I have cats. 
and my daughter has dogs, so we do use them. And, and I have a, a good friend I work with in doTERRA that does dogs all the time, dogs rescues all the time. So, uh, and my sister Kemi has two dogs, so we are familiar with it. But I'll tell you, I have a podcast or, uh, on our Oil Docs Talk podcast with Dr. Janet Rourke. She's on the Veterinary Advisory Board of doTERRA. And she has a website, EssentialOilVet.com. So, and she has a free safety guide. So that's a good resource that your listeners can use. And uh, it's free. You just plug in your name and information and they send that to you. And if they're really serious about using essential oils, she does have a membership group you can be part of. But the reason why you have to be a little bit more careful with cats is because they metabolize medications, fragrances, and other chemicals differently than dogs and humans do because they lack a specific liver enzyme and they're not able to break it down and it stays in their system longer. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yes. Yeah, so we have to be a little more careful what we diffuse around them? Yeah, so we have to be a little bit more careful. So if you're going to diffuse around cats, you want to use three to four drops in a diffuser and then put it on the intermittent ses- setting. You know, you can go like every five minutes and then it shuts off for five minutes. Now, I have two cats. I use them all the time, essential oils. And as long as you can diffuse them in a room, it's a very large room. Now, you wouldn't want to diffuse them for a long period of time in a small room unless they can escape from that small room and leave the small room walk in and out of it because cats are intuitive too and if they don't like the smell they'll leave I'll tell you a quick story my cat was having a little bit of vomiting and lost its appetite and then wasn't drinking so I was getting concerned clearly and we were having a huge storm going on so we couldn't bring the uh, cat to the vet yet so I diffused a little bit of on guard and a little bit of digest then in the diffuser put it on the intermittent setting and then took a little tiny bit of uh, fractionated coconut oil a drop of the on guard drop of the digest and rubbed it back down the spine. So patted the cat down the spine. And within a day, she was eaten again, totally had her, her appetite back and everything just from diffusing and rubbing it down the spine. So they work really quick. I wouldn't use those all the time because if your cat or you yourself don't need it, then you don't need to use the essential oils. You know what I'm saying? So it'll go to the use. Otherwise, your body will have to metabolize it out. So what she can do is lavender itself, it doesn't even have to be in a roller bottle. I don't know how old or cat, the cat is or how big the cat is, but depending on the age and the size, less is always more. But she can actually take lavender and just put a little tiny bit on her hand and then just rub it right down the, the cat's back. You could rub the lavender a little bit on the paws because it's okay to lick it because you have to be careful with cats because they do lick themselves. But the oils you kind of want to avoid using a lot with animals, especially cats in general, citrus oils, unless they can leave the room, peppermint, spearmint, and wintergreen, again, intermittent session setting, a little tiny bit at a time, like three to four drops in your diffuser. And then you want to be careful of the hotter oils like cinnamon, oregano, thyme, just because it's sensitive to their skin. So pretty much to kind of summarize, you kind of want to avoid citrus and your spices or minty, minty hot things. Yeah. And I'd say if they can't leave the room because Dr. Janet Rourke, and it's good for her, you to get her pet safety book. It's so, it's so good because she uses doTERRA all the time and she will say, I don't really know if I like that frame of thought. You know what I'm saying? So she, she'll leave a walk you through it. And, um, she does, I don't know if she still does them, but on Sundays she used to do Facebook lives all the time with people's questions and stuff like that. So she's a great resource. All right. So Marcy from Oklahoma 
Um, Shifting gears a little bit, she says, I've heard frankincense can be used to remove old age spots. Is this true? And how do you apply it? How often? And how long will it take to see results? And if it's true, I need to start rubbing it on my hand. (laughs) Right? We talked about that. So, uh, yes, frankincense is great for anything to do with the skin. And, yes, it does help with age spots. You can use it directly right on your skin. So frankincense isn't a hot oil. You don't really have to worry too much about it. You can take a drop of it and rub it right on your hand. Again, so essential oils, they stay in your system for only a certain amount of time. So you want to use it more often, right? So three or four times a day, rub it right on your skin. I would say it'd probably take between six to nine months to have the age spot go away. Also, intermittent fasting, We know that's so important now. Obviously, you've been doing that for a long time, but combine it with that. And now there's two other oils that I would, I like to use with this. DDR Prime. Think that's a cellular complex. Think of DDR Prime as this, damaged DNA repair. Anytime you have damaged DNA, you can use DDR Prime. It is amazing. So it helps on all kinds of skin issues. And also another one called Yarrow Palm. So that is a liquid, and that is wonderful to use as well. So those two things will help with age spots in addition to the frankincense. All right. Well, we have just about five minutes left, and we saved some fun questions for last. Are you ready? Yep. I'm going to try to say this. Jen and I are going to try to read these without laughing. Because she's hilarious. She's hilarious, and we got a kick out of reading her questions. So, (laughs) (laughs) Teresa in Georgia, she says, Toenail fungus, do you have a natural cure for this? I do not want to take the prescription where you have to have your labs pulled to check your liver, but I don't want my feet to be a segment of flip flops gone bad. Help a gal out. All right. So, melaleuca or tea tree oil is great for anything fungus related. And it's not a hot oil, so you can take your bottle of tea tree and drop it right on that fungus and rub it in. All right. Now, here it is. (laughs) This one is so funny. I was like, I want to read this one. I'm going to try to do Teresa justice. But see, I'm from Georgia, so I get it. So she said, Teresa says, I am a woman that always wants to be in the know because I'm extra like that, being from the South and all. For example, how did the Braves just turk it up? Yes, in my house, I use words like holy shirt, cheesy grits, son of a biscuit, and gall darn it. And by the way, the Braves just won the World Series. So they they, lo- they lost a game. She sent that in after they had lost a game. So they actually did a good job. Anyway, she said, otherwise, the cuss police would just about have to stay parked outside because I live on full passionately about life. Now that I'm getting up in years, though my doctor told me I looked 32 when I was 50. No lie, ladies. Mother Nature has stopped her monthly visits, and Mr. Mean Opaws shows up from time to time. Some days I feel like I might be two clicks from the jail cell because everyone is getting on my nerves. So, what kind of oil witchery do you have? I will drink it, rub it, spray it, smell it, just about whatever it takes. Otherwise, I'm going to start drinking wine, and it may result in non-pandemic shortages near you. Oh, she, what a great question. I love I love her energy. This is amazing. So, yes, the best oil blend that you cannot take internally, this one here, Clary Calm. Okay, it's a roller blend. It has some herbs in it and essential oils, and you would rub it three to four times a day on your lower abdomen and on your lower back. 
that's for the hormonal balancing, right? And hot flashes and stuff for the, I don't know what you would call it, how, how she's ready to like tear somebody's head off. You cross your, yeah, irritable, right? Balance, wonderful for that. And then you can make a roller bottle blend of whisper, lemongrass, and ylang ylang. Okay, so you'd take 20 drops of Whisper, 20 drops of lemongrass, and 10 drops of Ylang-Ylang, put it with fractionated coconut oil in a roller bottle, and rub that on whenever you're feeling those emotions. Uh, you can rub it on your wrist. We say pulse points. So wrist, front of the neck where your pulse is, down the back of your neck, and then you can actually rub it on your lower abdomen as well. All right. And Teresa's third and final question. I'm going to try to read this. I'm, g- I'm going to try. Is there an oil that you should not put on your man's Winnebago? I am all about mixing up in the bedroom and keeping the peach fresh and exciting. But can a man sometimes do some sir mix a lot with the oils? I'm just a gal who wants to add some oil and spice to the bedroom. But seriously, I don't want to have to pull off all the bed linen and spot and spit treat it and take it to a spot removal service. There's no lighted pole in my bedroom yet because I'm afraid I might sprain my back or ankle or pull a crotch. Safety first. So, are there any oils to spice up the bedroom? Well, believe it or not, ladies, I teach a whole class on this. Oh, (laughs) I didn't know that. But yes, ylang-ylang is wonderful. That supports a healthy libido in your endocrine function. Patchouli is great for circulation, raises your body temperature, and enhances the mood. Jasmine, right, is enhances your mood, enhances your libido, and it's euphoric. And then also we have a blend called Passion Blend. I actually do have three little recipes I could share with you. So okay. we have, and you're not putting these directly on your parts, are you? No. You're not, I don't think so. Right. I wanted to so, come right out and say it. You're not putting them in the I just want to say, Dr. Kelly's eyes just got as big as saucers. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Because, you know. Well, one of them you are, and I'm going to give you the okay. recipe. Okay, okay. 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 All so right. everybody take out a pen, a paper, and get ready for this ecstasy extender blend that you can use on your genitals. So you can do a two-ounce glass bottle with a dropper. You're going to do two drops of geranium, a drop of cinnamon, a drop of ginger, a drop of lemongrass, a drop of peppermint. You combine those essential oils in that two-ounce glass dropper, right? And then fill the rest with fractionated coconut oil. Very important to add the fractionated coconut oil. You can use avocado oil as well because uh, some of those are hot oils and you will be screaming but not in the best way. (laughs) (laughs) So that blend can prolong your, your climax. So you can use that topically. Okay, and by, I have actually tried peppermint before with a little bit of fractionated coconut oil, and that does work good, too. Just saying, I know I'm getting a little bit. Uh, hey, Teresa went there. So she I did. mean, this, this is stuff people want to know. I want to go sit and have coffee with Teresa. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> She's from Georgia. Teresa, you got to come to Augusta. <laughs> I'm coming over. She sounds wonderful. (laughs) So we have a sensual sensual sheet spray. They can spray on your sheets. So you can do 10 drops of sandalwood, 10 drops of patchouli, three drops of lime, two drops of ylang-ylang, put it in a uh, four-ounce spray bottle, fill it with water. You can spray your sheets. 
so they, they smell better. And then you can make a massage oil. I like to call it the sexy massage oil, where you can do get a 10 miller roller bottle. You do 12 drops of patchouli, five drops of ylang ylang, a drop of cinnamon, a drop of jasmine. And then you're going to fill the rest with fractionated coconut oil. And then you can go ahead and use that as a massage oil. Awesome. So I think if you don't mind, will you email me or send me those recipes and I will make a document. We'll drop it in show notes where anybody can pull that up and look at them. They can start incorporating these into their life. So just real quick, tell our listeners where they can find you. I'm telling you, you guys want to look at her online classes because They are great looking classes. I really wanted to take one of hers this month that I'm going to be out of town the week she's doing it. But where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook, Oil Docs and More. And then on my website, oildocsandmore.com. And on that website, it has all my books, my classes, my meditations, a little bit about me. There's a lot of, um, if you go to the learn from us, you just find a lot of different free resources and stuff like that. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us today. And it was so great to see you. Oh, it's wonderful to see you girls. After uh, listening to Dr. Kelly talk, if you want to learn more about essential oils and start your essential oil journey, you can visit lifelessonscommunity.com forward slash doTERRA, D-O-T-E-R-R-A. Any purchase made with that link not only helps support your health, but helps support this podcast. And before we get to the listener led lesson of the week, I just want to take a minute to tell you about one of the companies that makes it possible for us to bring you the podcast. And today I want to talk about Life Pro Fitness. As you know by now, Jen and I love our vibration plates from Life Pro Fitness. And if you aren't familiar with vibration plate therapy, go back to episode seven and you can hear all about it. But today I want to take a minute to give a shout out to Joel, one of the founders of Life Pro. When he found out that I wanted to do a giveaway in the Life Lessons community last month, he offered to provide Jen and I with three products to give away to our followers at no charge to us. Joel is a really amazing person who wants to help improve people's lives, and he loves to support others who are trying to help improve others' lives as well. They have two great new products that members on Joel's Facebook group are currently raving about. They are red light therapy devices. One is a belt that you can use to treat your lower or upper back, knees, hamstrings, IT bands, and shoulders. The other is a red light therapy mask to treat the skin on your face. Red light therapy is known for its ability to improve skin issues such as wrinkles, acne, and symptoms of rosacea over time. Near-infrared light reaches the deeper tissues and aids in muscle repair, joint stiffness, pain, and inflammation. So no more expensive trips to the spa or veterinarian. Yes, that's right. You can use your belt on your pets. And now you can experience the benefits of near-infrared and red light therapy from the comfort of your home. You can experience pain relief in as quickly as three weeks. To check out the Oliva Red Light Therapy Belt or the Visacure Skin Mask, visit lifelessonscommunity.com forward slash life pro. And when you order, be sure to use the code life lessons, one word. Very cool. So next we have a segment we call our listener-led lesson. And today's listener-led lesson comes from April in Texas. It's a life hack. She says, get your toilet looking new again. If you have icky brown buildup in the bottom of your toilet, it's likely hard water stain built up over time. And all the bleach and scrubbing in the world doesn't help. Turn the water off to your toilet, then flush it till the bowl is basically empty and pour in enough CLR to cover the stained portion. Let it sit a couple of hours and then use the scrub brush to remove the buildup. Your toilet should be as good as new. And I just wanted to tell you, CLR 
um, is one of those products that looks like it's going to be like super toxic and bad, right? It's not. On the Environmental Working Group app, it gets an A. Do you know, I looked it up because I'm sorry, people send us life hacks and some of them are not cleanish hacks. And I'm like, I wouldn't use that in my home, so I'm not going to recommend this to the listeners, but... I did know that about so CLR. You knew it? Yeah, CLR. Mm-hmm. If you look at the, the front of it, it looks like the most toxic product. <laughs> Your greenwashing is when they make something look really green and clean, and it's they actually make not. Look really dangerous. CLR, you look at it, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm not buying that. It gets an A. I mean, that is the highest it could get. And their mold and mildew clear stain remover also gets an A. We are not sponsored by CLR. But if you like these tips, you're going to love Cleanish because I talk about this in there. Great. At the end of each show, we share a motivational quote from a listener, and today's quote comes from Andrea in Vancouver, Washington. The quote is, life may not always be the party we'd hope for, but while we are here, we should dance. She said, I work part-time as a receptionist in a senior living facility. It is a great place, but sometimes it can be difficult to act cheerful and positive all the time, which is my job, as the first impression of the company when people come through that door. This quote is at the end of my email address so that I am reminded every day to act as though I'm having a wonderful day, even if I'm not. But I usually am. I love that. So listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to join the Facebook community. It's called Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also love for you to leave a review on iTunes. It helps us reach others. Do you have a story to share for our good news segment, a listener-led lesson, or a motivational quote that means something to you? Or do you have an area of expertise that you would like to share as our featured guest for the week as we present our weekly life lesson? And really, everybody, I bet you do. I bet you have something you could share, something about your job, something that we could share with our audience. 